We're back! I think it's, a, it's like second ten where the gasp for breath become super audible. I'm very, very excited. Like the whole time I had a smile while I was listening to that. Like you and I are recording these in pretty quick succession because it makes sense to. But for the people listening... They have to listen to that now every time. That little You don't think they're listening to them in quick succession? They're either? probably like hitting that plus thirty seconds button as fast as they can for that part. Oh, I don't know if they're binging it or not. Probably not. Yeah. Thanks to uh, for binging uh, and letting us know about it. Uh, we should probably make up a name for him. Oh. Like the, the uh, some kind of like Stiller? Distiller? Yeah. We'll we'll come up with something. Bohemian? Boho? What'd you call him? Distillery master? What was that? Ma- master distiller. Master distiller. The master distiller. Um, yeah, I'll beat yeah. his, I can beat out his name. Yeah, that's fine. But the master distiller. Um, he uh, he hadn't listened to them, actually, I don't think. And then I said, listen to these. And then he binged them all. Well, and it was when, like when, when I was out there visiting him, I had told him that they were... Yeah, I told him, too, because he's like... Oh, I wish it. Sometimes you guys will have to sit down and tell me the whole story about that. And I said, We did. It's a <laughs> six part series. So he binged through those in a morning and started texting the two of us and thought it was really fun. Well, while making some moonshine or liquor or yeah. whatever he sells. He sells legitimate spirits, bohemian spirits. Look it up. Good um, cheer here. So, yeah. He kind of inspired us to do this again because he thought it was awesome. Everyone else that heard it, no comment. No Only comment. negativity. Except we had, after we did that, we had 860-something subscribers. And then we went radio silent for about eight months. And we dropped down to, like, 60. And then I put out the episode about uh, other true crime podcasts that I was listening to. And that jumped us back up to three or 400. So people are there. They're just lying dormant. Turns out you have to put out content for people to listen to. Oh, is that a thing? I suppose. Oh, interesting. So we're back, of course, in case you haven't figured it out. This is uh, the Tugboats, Texas, tumultuous, terrifying Texas tour of trepidation. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Mulch. Like the mulch that you put How many hours in there? Two or three, at least. It's got to be... But anyways, we're here for day two of the Texas trip, take two. Yeah, and uh, I'm holding a gun now, a handgun, because I felt it was a bit more Texas. Yeah, it's Just, not a real gun for uh, anyone looking it's to call the police. It's m- a model peacemaker, so... It's a Colt forty five peacemaker, <laughs> but it's a 1.77 caliber, a.k.a. pellet gun, made by Crossman in the late 70s. Yeah, he, I, it doesn't spin like you wanted to. I showed him. I showed him how to turn the dealy there. I don't know about guns. Anyways, speaking of guns, let's get back to the Texas. So now we're on a Monday. It's a Monday morning. People are starting their work week before the Christmas holidays. Yeah, it's the off season in Texas for tourism. Very quiet, and then it's exactly the trip we wanted. Here's the tugboat and the chef. Ready to grab the world by its tail, <laughs> pull it down, and stuff it in our pocket. <laughs> so we go to the, I guess, breakfast nook is what I'm going to call it from now yeah, that's on. probably a good spot for it, yeah. So it's in the lobby of uh, our hotel, not the other hotel, which is in the same building, as you'll recall. And uh, there's like this, 
you know, classic hotel scrambled eggs with white cheese in it, and there's bagels, and you know, very. It's a nice breakfast. It's a little bit hot, a little bit of a hot element to it, but mainly continental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some coffee. There's regular coffee, which I had, and then there's like you grind the beans and stuff. Coffee. Yeah, full chef of, had. Yeah, that was pretty great. A real a americano. Americano in America. Mine just said regular coffee, and it tasted <laughs> like you would expect. But the pastries were made downstairs in that sweet pastry place, so yeah, it was it was a pretty legit breakfast. I would say premium. I assume that only we were allowed in there, but we slept in. So, and this would be a theme for the trip where. Being polite Canadian gentlemen, we don't want to wake up the other guy because we're like, he's he's been busy. I don't want to wake him up. Like he's probably still sleeping. Meanwhile, on the other bed, the other guy sees the other guy not moving. And goes, well, he's probably still asleep. I don't want to wake him up. So we ended up actually. I think that time you legit slept. Yeah, like I, nine. yeah, I slept for a while. Breakfast ended at nine thirty. So we're like, well, we better go get breakfast. So we go down and we're. We get our meals, and he's we're eating fruit and these white eggs and stuff. And then there's these little like tinfoil little turds on the thing that just say tacos. And we're like, wow, we're in Texas. We should try one of those. So we open it up and eat it. And oh my god, it was like someone stuffed heaven into a little tinfoil wrapper. It was like discovering breakfast tacos for the first time, which possibly is what I did there. <laughs> but it. But, like, I've had a breakfast taco before in my life. But it just, it was so much... This is it was way better. It was way sausage better. and egg mixed together this in, is a like, ho- a real Hotel tortilla. breakfast. In a real tortilla. Like, you could yeah. taste all the components individually and how they came together. And, ah, it was I just... Didn't, I didn't do that. I just ate it as hard as possible. <laughs> Little delicious tubes. So, of course, I filled my coffee... Got another one, put it across the top of my cup, and rode the elevator with a taco on top of my coffee cup back to the room. So good. So that fueled us up, and uh, we needed the fuel to walk to pick up our rental car, because we thought, let's just cab down, and then we'll cab back on the last day. That'll save us a day on either end of the trip of car rental fees, which worked out actually fantastic. So we walked over to Avis. We picked up our Ford Flex, so not a Volkswagen Passat premium vehicle that had some awkward uh, entry exits by the tugboat. This was like, we could have fit four more people comfortably in that vehicle and not even bad an eye. It was luxurious. That was great. That was, that was pretty That's great. That's a premium vehicle. I'm sure we paid a premium price. Yeah, we paid a bit more, but... But it was awesome. So Worth it. We pick that up, and we're like, we got to check out Franklin Barbecue. Remember the line last time? So we drive over, not a soul. Turns out they're closed on Mondays. <laughs> but we didn't find that out until the next day. Yeah. We were making grand plans of, we totally need to there's, come back here. There's it's, no one there. It's, it's the off-season. There's no one there. Yeah. It's going to be great. And it's especially the off-season when they're closed. <laughs> so we're, I guess the other thing, I, and I'll throw this in because I threw it into my notes, is when we were walking, we're walking towards the Capitol building on our way to get to this car rental place, and we stop at a... And it seemed like we hit every light wrong where we had to wait for, like, 10 seconds. Not a long wait, but we had to wait every single light. So we're stopped there, and this moped comes along in front of us, and he's turning left, so he drives in front of us and turns left, so we get a good look at him. And the guy's got, like, a little helmet, like a Vespa or something. It wasn't even a real moped. And, uh... He's got his little helmet and his goggles on, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then he's got a backpack, and in the backpack, 
is a dog, and the dog is also wearing goggles. It was like a baby Bajorn. Like, yeah. It was like it was a reverse, reverse, yeah, but yeah, it was on its back, but the dog's legs came out. Yeah, it and, was a dog and, carrier backpack <laughs> apparatus, and he like slowed down to make the left turn, and the dog looked over at us with his goggles on, and we both just didn't say anything and just watched this dog on a man's back with goggles on turn the corner, and then we both just looked forward again, and there was silence for a couple of beats, and then we said... Did, did you just see that? That dog had goggles. So that was uh, that was that was a classic. I think Austin just trying to keep it keeping it weird. Oh yeah, that was. I don't think you would see that in a lot of other. Well, maybe, but I don't know. So, anyways, we got the car, and then Chef was like, "I need some coffee." So we found a Starbucks nearby before we left town. And the way that we do the trips is that there's no concrete plans. Well, sometimes there is, but. Most of the time, it's pretty chill. Like, let's do these things, and if we don't get to one, whatever. So we can just take our time. So it's like, all right, well, I want to grab Starbucks. So we grab Starbucks. While he's in there, I, and I have the picture, um, there's an old man, like an older kind of, like it just defined Austin for me. He's got this little dog, like Pomeranian dog, <clears throat> but he's wearing cowboy boots and like a cowboy hat and just dressed really cowboy but he's got, like, his Starbucks and his little, like, purse dog that he's walking. And I was just like, yeah, that, for me, that is very Austin. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... But, as, and as we were driving to Starbucks, the the road we took was oh, yeah. very close to where our car had been broken into on the previous trip that we had walked back to the, the night before. And what we realized today, or that day, was uh, there was a homeless shelter that was... Two, four blocks, four blocks, three blocks, but small blocks, yeah, north, like of where we were, of where we were parked, and like it was packed. There was like lineups all along the street, down at this homeless shelter, Uh, and in the heat of South by Southwest, you didn't even know that there was homeless people there, other than there was crazy people on the street, people milling around, dressed like weirdos. Um. So yeah. So lesson on us. So and we parked in a lot with a quote unquote attendant, but across the street, what we didn't realize was that whole building was actually a giant parking garage inside with locks, with security. Like you have to pay to go in. So had we parked there, probably a lot smarter yeah. than. Other and than the we or, we organized. We went to the tour that was in that. In that building. So we probably should have parked there. Absolutely. So those were some additional learnings from the first trip. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we we got out. We escaped Austin. Finally, we're heading towards San Antonio. And uh, we're... I don't think we were necessarily super hungry, but we kind of thought, oh, there's a... There's a Blacks in this little town, and uh, Chef was supposed to get some spice for one of his other chefs. Blacks barbecue, not Blacks oh, photography, photography development. Of course. Um, or any other establishment that goes yeah. by that name, because yeah. it's probably more... Blacks barbecue. So we're like, oh, we're outside of the city. Is this the original one? Because we like had this thing the last time, like, well, this isn't the original Blacks, so maybe it's not as good. But it also says the original Blacks on every sign, but... Turns out the original, original one is in Lockhart, Texas, and this was, like, one of the other family members or 
part of the... So we went to two out of the three blacks that we know about in the Austin area. But this one was in New Braunfels. I think that's... Braunfels? Braunfels. Braunfels. Very German. And uh, we started to ask questions like, what is all this German? And all the roads are German names. And we're like, what is happening in Texas, in the heart of Texas here? So more on that to come. Yeah, but even, well, even the airport in Austin was the Austin Berghof. Oh, was it? I yeah, the Austin Austin Berghof Lots International of, Airport. So there's just German stuff all over, and we're like, what is, what is going on? We'll figure that out later. So we, uh, we sit down, and we're like, okay, well, we'll get the spice. And then we go in, and we're like, well, we should probably, it's 1030. We should probably get, I think it was 11, actually. We should probably get some brisket. We'll just get like a small portion of like. Yeah. And then you know, sausage. Second breakfast brisket. And then, you know, in case, you know, you're thirsty, we better get some beer too. <laughs> yeah, some, a couple of, well, we're in New Braunfels, so we so, should get some Shiner. So we got some Shiner Bock <laughs> to start our day. We had a double B br- brisket and beer and uh, sat down and did that. And then. We went. I can say it now because he has the gift. We went to Golf Galaxy because I had to buy a gift card for my brother-in-law. Uh, he loves golf, and uh, they don't have Golf Town in America. It's called Golf Galaxy. Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. So we went there, and Chef is super into golf now, so he bought uh, a ball cap. Um, not anything to do with golf. We did look at a lot of neat stuff, though. So well, the, the hat's a golfing hat. It's a golf any, company. Any hat is a golf what hat if you try hard enough. what just saying oh that's news to me well i thought you had to buy it from a golf store glad i can help you out um i don't even have anything on my shirt anyway that that was the whole thing that we did during the trip but uh yeah so we that was in northern san antonio so we just kind of kept on sliding down to downtown and we got off the interstate and you know chef had said yeah it's the marriott downtown Nail and, it. So I put it into Google Maps. And I had sent him the address when I was asking, should I book this hotel? Yeah, but I didn't look at that. Yeah, I okay. just looked let's at just, the name. Let's just keep all the details straight then. Marriott, Riverwalk, downtown San Antonio. Sign me up. Put it in Google Maps. Get there. Start to uh, valet our vehicle. And uh, the guy's looking up our reservation. Oh, whoop, you're not in this hotel. Oh, jeez. What? Uh-oh. What? What? Who? So, turns out we're in the Courtyard Marriott Riverwalk, downtown San Antonio. <laughs> so, I forgot that Courtyard word. So, our hotel was like three blocks away. And we found out later, there's about five or six Marriott Riverwalks in yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, Not least. confusing at all. No. So, make sure when you visit San Antonio, you give the address, not the name of the hotel... Uh, so we got checked in, dropped off our stuff, got our car stowed underground. Everything was real spicy there. And uh, we're looking at each other, sitting in our room, saying, Okay, we're in San Antonio. We did it. Took us like an extra 200 days or whatever it was. What was it, 100 and something, 180 something days? 181 days, yeah. To get to San Antonio proper, what do we do? Let's go look at the river walk. Nope. Let's go to the Alamo. So we decided to go to the visitor center at the Alamo to book some tickets for a bus tour and a boat tour. And We took the river walk there. Yeah, of yeah. course. We tried to take the river walk anywhere we traveled in Like, who, walk, who walks on street level? Yeah, that is for peasants. That is garbage. 
Um, because there is a lot of garbage up there and peasants, aka homeless people. But uh, none on the river walk, so we shot over to the Alamo thing. I uh, got a couple of souvenir spoons for me, got our tickets, and then we're like, well, how much does it cost to go in the Alamo? And the guy's like, oh, it's free. Oh, so well, we went free. in the Alamo. That's a good price. Yeah. So we went in the church. We looked at stuff. It's like, wow, it's old and super empty. And then, uh, I don't know if you did, I, I listened in on some of the tours, that guided mm-hmm. tours that people paid for. Yeah, but it was also good because there was enough signs on the wall. Like yeah, you, could, you could read and learn something if you were paying attention. But the guided tours are pretty great, though. Yeah, well, you get the extra little nips. But, uh, yeah, so... We spent probably a we were, solid we were almost close to two, two hours... hours. At yeah. the Alamo. Because we walked around the grounds, and then there is a museum. And some douche hacker uh, had said, last time oh, we was were... our Uber driver to Blacks. Yeah, our Uber driver to Blacks. Yeah. He said, don't waste your time at the Alamo. It's garbage. There's almost nothing there. You walk in, you're like, oh, okay, some people died here. And then you leave. And I'm like, oh, like the CN Tower, in my mind. <laughs> Nobody died yeah, there, like, but you get up there and you like, look around. There's like one wall left, and that's it. It's totally not worth it. I was like, oh, okay. In like, his defense, there was like one section of like the housing left, but there's yeah. also the church, but it was, other walls, and two hours worth of history to it, learn. It was pretty awesome. And I, I mean, was, I was about it. I feel like... Every, it, was the, it was the history. Like, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, everyone knows like the broad strokes, like... A bunch of people died at the Alamo. Don't forget the Alamo, that kind of stuff. But the like hundred years leading up to that, I had no idea that it was tumultuous. Mexi- Mexico it was owned it. Tumultuous. It was tumultuous. <laughs> tumultuous. There was a tumultuous history there. But then even before that, like the Spanish missions, and that was one of them, and all kinds of stuff like that. I was like, what? The Mexicans, the Spaniards, the the Americans, the Tejanos, the Texans. The Texans, the Tejanos. I didn't know those words before. Open immigration. Like, it was crazy. Stephen F. Austin was in on it. But anyway, so we we walked through, and uh, Chef and I like to read every board. And it's great that we (laughs) both like to, because if only one of us did, it would suck for the other guy. So we're just motoring through this uh, museum. We walked the whole grounds, and uh, then we're like, okay, all right, let's go to the gift shop, because we're here. We might as well do the whole thing. So we did, and then we found this great deal on mugs, which the mug we bought is the same size as the mug you're drinking out of, which is fantastic for me. That's right. But the mug, mug has the, I, think, I believe it was Gonzalez or Gonzalves flag, which is... There was a little mix-up where the Mexicans gave a cannon, while one side of the Mexicans gave a cannon to the other side to be like, here, you can borrow this to protect the walls in case the Americans come to fight with you. And they said, okay, cool. And then they were like, you know what, we're not really cool with being Mexican anymore, uh, so we're just going to not. And they said, okay, give us back our cannon then. And they said, come and take it. But they didn't say it. They made a flag with the cannon on it, and at the bottom wrote, come and take it, in English. And that was the flag that they flew over the album. Yeah, and it had it had a star on the top, the classic yeah. Texas star. Yeah, so that was their flag of their, like... Yeah, their, I just, the greatest flag ever. Yeah. Just <laughs> come and take it. 
So they uh, they did, and they did take the cannon back. <laughs> they killed all of them. But uh, yeah, so the mug has that on it, and uh, there's that picture of the Alamo on the other side. So super sweet, half price. Gobbled those up. So then we're like, okay, we got to go drop these off at our hotel because we have Spurs tickets for the San Antonio Spurs, and we can't very well bring all this souvenir stuff. So we're like, okay. We should probably, like, eat, too, because, you know, it's late. It's, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So on the way back on the river walk, we see the beer garden, and we're both like, yep. Beer garden. So we sit down in the beer garden. Again, German influence. and uh, Kind of a space between two buildings, but still river walk with water. That's... Oh, yeah. We were I, right I almost call it headwaters of river of no. the river walk. Like, but it was... Where, where did that water come from at the top of the hill? Oh, yeah, there was all kinds of water features. The Alamo, and, then, yeah. and then led down into the spot. So. Yeah, so there's waterfalls and stuff right where the beer garden is, which was it's near that hotel. But anyways, yeah. we're rambling. The uh, beer garden, of course, has steins of beer, one liter glasses of beer. So we both get one of those. Yeah. And then we giant, also giant ordered a pretzel, which... Was like a three pound pretzel. <laughs> to say it was as big as your head. It literally it was, was as big as my face. In fact, we have photos of both of us wearing it as a mask. <laughs> pretzel face. So big. Which we need to get. I need to get those. But um, yeah, so we did that, and then we decided. Sure, I'll have another beer. Yeah, and the pretzel came with some pretty great sauces as well. I yeah, just, which I'm, hopefully I'm, you steal. I that will one. potentially rip off one of those. That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, so we, we ate our pretzels and beer, uh, ate, drank two liters of beer in an hour, both of us. And well, then, I didn't finish mine. Well, you brought it with you in a little to-go cup. Yeah, which was the great thing about the Riverwalk is, as long as it's not glass, you can drink openly as you walk along the Riverwalk. Yeah. So, they just take your beer, put it into a plastic cup, and say, there you go, have fun. It is like a magical place that closes at 11 p.m. <laughs> But, uh, so we go back to the hotel, drop our stuff, and we go down to the lobby bar, and we're, we're like, well, you know, we should probably start to think about going to the game. I'm like, the game, what does it start, like, seven? And Chef is like, no, no, it's six. And I'm like, six or six thirty. sure the sports games usually are like seven, seven thirty? And he's like, no, it's six, because it's the East Coast, so that would be seven. Like, we're in Central Time, so in Eastern Time it would be seven, so that's... That's why it starts at six. West Coast, and I, I said, I, I said, no. Like when I watch the Leafs play against Minnesota, the game started at eight. Or when I watch Winnipeg play, it starts at eight. And he's like, no, man. All everything revolves around the Eastern Time Zone, like New York City. Like you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it probably starts at seven. And, and you're like, no, it's six. And I was like, okay, whatever. That he bought the tickets, so he would know. So we're sitting there, we're talking to the bartender. She doesn't mention anything about it. No. Uh, we're asking her advice on other stuff, which was pretty humorous. Just trying, She was pretty cool. Um, chatted with her for a while, and then we were like, okay, we better get an Uber. So Game just, starts at 6. Crush, crushed our beers. And we also, we also, in the elevator, there was a picture of four different beers from this brewery called Alamo Beer. Good name. Um, there was a German pale ale, there was an amber ale, there was a Pilsner, and there was the something IPA that I hated. Um, I didn't hate it, but it was the one I knew I wouldn't like the, the most. So, 
we look at that poster and, and we're like, we're going to drink all four of those beers before we leave here. So turns out the lobby bar is like the only place in town that has those four beers. <laughs> so we started our quest at the hotel. We, I think we had, I had a second one at the, the place, but anyway, we, yeah. we get in the Uber and the guy driving the Uber, I'm pretty sure was high or stupid. Um, he gets it. He's like, Oh, it's usually much busier than this. Oh, this is nice. We'll just be able to drive you right in and drop you off. Which was great. And I didn't know. I had just been to a uh, a San Jose uh, uh, soccer game, and it really wasn't busy. Like you could have driven right up yeah. to it. I'm like, so maybe I don't know how big is the how big is Spurs following down here? It's so. big, as it turns out. <laughs> I told I told Chef too. I was like, I was like, I don't care if we miss the tip off. Like as long as we're here for most of the game. So it's like five after six when we get there and we're like okay the anthem will be done and we'll be able to just shoot into our seats there won't be lines for beer because everyone will be in their seats oh there uh, wasn't a line for beer oh no (laughs) because they had not opened the building yet because the game was at 7 (laughs) 30. so we were here we are an hour and a half early at the stadium and uh so you know what does one do you wander around you're not allowed to go to the seats there's only a small little area of the concourse open so he got his picture taken with DeMar DeRozan's picture, I guess. Hologram, I guess. It was like a weird video thing. Did you ever get that email? Yeah. Okay. I, got, I got a minutes after. Okay. so This he, is horrible, so I didn't, oh, <laughs> I didn't yeah, share it. <laughs> yeah. He was getting his picture taken, and there was a couple waiting to go next. And as he's, like, lining up the shot and it's focusing, I just took two steps to my left. So that I appear between DeMar's <laughs> fake head and his head. And the people beside me started laughing really hard. Not knowing that I knew him. Thought I was just some <laughs> creep trying to ruin people's photos. So we had a couple of beers. We went outside on the concourse. There was no band playing because it was 90 minutes before the game. Plus it was a Monday night <laughs> during the dead time. But uh, yeah, so we had fun. We had to uh, crush some beers. Um we had good seats, the first row of the upper bowl, or the mm-hmm. second bowl, I guess, because there were only two. And uh, we had some very delicious nachos. Super from, tasty. From Pizza Hut, of all places. Or at least you claim they surprised. were from Pizza Hut. I was surprised. I went to go get a second helping for us, and I walked up to the vendor and said, What's on your good nachos? And she said, Cheese. <laughs> and I said, Thank you for your time, and walked away. Um, I'm very polite when I get uh, a couple of beers in me. Yeah, I was feeling no pain at that point. Yeah, I know. I was feeling pretty I, good. I was feeling pretty pretty fine too. So we afterwards we hooked up another Uber, but that system was much less smooth mm. than the arrival. Uh, what they do is they've now in most of Texas it feels like, but definitely at the spur at AT and T Arena or Center, or whatever it is. They just lump all the ground transportation together. So cabs, Uber, Lyft, all of it. And there's like a line for cabs. And then Ubers, there's just a few hundred people lined up along the sidewalk. And they have kind of callers. And when an Uber gets to the front, they start yelling out the name. And if that's your Uber, you go and get in it. Yeah, and I feel like they're they're doing that more and more. It's it's just but such the, an evolution. They just haven't they haven't figured it out. I, yeah, I think but they're, it, they're it working. Was, That's better than it was smooth enough though because you know where your Uber is. Like you were following it on your yeah. phone where she was, and you know the vehicle, so you can watch if you're not too hammered, which some people were. But yeah, it's it was pretty 
for the how kind of crappy it felt when you think back and it's like yeah there's it's set up for success yeah but they'll figure out something else but uh yeah so we got back down to the river walk and uh just jumped out and then we went to a place called waxy's irish pub where they had a guy this older uh tex-mex individual singing some songs he was pretty good yeah songs of our generation pretty good for a monday night for sure and uh, so we had a drink there, and then we're like, well, let's not end it now. So we went to another place called Mad Dog's British Pub. Sorry, I just need to talk on Waxies for a second there. Okay. They were they were serving that Guinness in the not a true pint glass. It wasn't the true Guinness pint. They were like 16-ounce glasses. It felt, oh. felt like... Did you get a Guinness? Yeah, we both got Guinness. Oh. <laughs> like I said, we were feeling no pain at the game, and it just kept yeah. going from there. Uh, yeah, well, we both had Guinness. They came in the, the weird little small pints. It yeah. wasn't, they, and it wasn't good. It didn't have the right taste. No, even drunk, I can figure that out. But uh, yeah, we sat on the patio between the door and the water, and we could hear the music, and it wasn't too loud, and we were allowed to use their toilet. So, all in all, great experience. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we walked back a little bit towards the Alamo to the Mad Dog British Pub, which I think was one of the only other places open at like 9.45 on a Monday night. And uh, we went in for one beer there, and we ended up staying for quite a while. They had karaoke going. Horrible karaoke. Where there was one girl um, who would go up for every third song and sing, and then the other songs were just sung by the two, I guess, house hosts, maybe? I guess would be the right word. So there was a very crass, not talented blonde lady that sat on the stage. Um, And then there was the girl who ran the music who was actually a good singer. So yeah, but she they, was, they had a little bit of banter and uh, yeah, there was there was the banter was it was somewhat entertaining. Yeah. The black girl I felt was way better at singing than the other girl. And yeah. Yeah. The other one was just a pretty parky. It was a lot of weird vibe. Like, the clientele was a super mixed bag of yeah, weirdness the, going on. There was Four like, dudes came in, and then yeah. all ordered super, Expensive super... and elaborate drinks. Yeah, there was all Long Island iced teas, but... Yeah. And then the bartender sold them into making them all premium, and it was all, like, they were like $15 a piece, Long Island yeah. iced teas. The four guys bill was, I overheard that, it was like 60 bucks for the four of them. For one round. For one round. Gross. Ours was like $11 for one round. <laughs> so we left there and went to bed fairly, again, <clears throat> fairly reasonably early. I think it was like 11.30 or something. Like before midnight for sure. We never, I don't think we stayed up past midnight ever. Yeah, ever, no. I don't think so. I don't think you need sure. to when you're on vacation. No, you do it during the day. So that was day two. Of the Tugs Boats Texas Trip Take 2 featuring the chef. So tune in for the next episode, which will be day three. <laughs> That's one way to predict. <laughs> no, ne- we'll just do day four next, and you know then we'll jump to day five. I've been giving this some thought. We'll rather circle than, back rather to than day doing three. it sequentially, what we should do is go in two separate rooms, both retell the same story, uh, and then you late. can merge them together as like two perspectives on the same just on, on the same day. Just on, just to try to get more content, maybe. No, just I'll play. I'll just record them on top of each other, <laughs> so it's just us talking over each other <laughs> even more than normal. Just play this backwards. 
And everything will be revealed. Yeah, it'll tell you this life secret. But anyway, it'll probably be day three next. You'll have to tune in to find out.